0: Welcome to the multiverse.
1: Don't move your body. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the multiverse. (laughs) The one giggling is your host Andrew. Yep, Junior junior whatever you call yourself just don't you? call him late for dinner <laughs> <laughs> i'm the host with the most dakota and the one actually giving us our story today is robert
2: hello
0: everyone
1: that's right baby do you feel
0: the p- power
1: th- the pressure the pressure
0: the, pressure, <laughs> yes. the
1: power the sensuality <laughs> of story.
2: what's the opposite of that <laughs> Uh, the virginity. (laughs) No, you gotta have
1: confidence. And through your confidence, you just Ooze a sense of sensuality.
2: Just so you know, I, I had texted you about writing this and how difficult it was, I mean, even though it's a simple task. And I go yes, I haven't wrote it since college. You go like, what was that? A f- six years ago? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like no, more like twenty six years ago. So today, wow, folks, it's longer <laughs> than I've <been> life. Yes. <laughs> so today, folks, that made me hurt. Uh, we are talking. I think this is the first foray out of DC and Marvel since fucking sex criminals. Just wait till we cover Spawn. I'm I'm excited for Spawn. Uh, we are talking today about the ninja turtles. The teenage mutant ninja turtles. And we unfortunately, Dakota and I, together we might know like twenty-five percent.
1: Lower that fucking number.
0: Yeah. We are not the experts here today. We Robert, I didn't even know the
1: names of the ninja turtles.
0: <laughs> you guessed like two of them?
1: Yes. They, I didn't even know the colors of their headbands. Once I get into this, I think the
2: turtles are on track to be Superman in terms of how much media is out there. Remember when you went through that list of the um, describing Superman? Yeah. and all the TV shows—they're on track to be just as prevalent, and they're—they're they're not even forty years in yet.
1: Well, I imagine Jesus. they can constantly be coming out with TV shows and things like that because there's always a Ninja, Ninja Turtle show. Always, yeah, but I mean. Yes. <laughs> It's easy to sell Ninja Turtles. It's Kung Fu fighting animals. Yeah. That's yeah. always going to sell to a teenager. I loved Kung Fu Panda. Sure.
2: <laughs> that may. Yeah, that probably was only possible because of the turtles. Yeah. I mean, it led. The,
1: yeah. Because, like, every middle school to early high schooler loves watching Kung Fu fighting movies. They're fun. There's school action shots going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, Robert,
0: yes. you ready to take us away into the land of the turtles
1: yes I i'm am. ready to learn i'm all wearing right. my school underwear <laughs> that just means he put them on today all right it has a hammock for all the knowledge i'll learn <laughs> oh, my ball hammocks, huh? it's a butt hammock
0: <laughs>
2: wait what <laughs> oh. is it for the
1: shit coming
0: out of your ass or for your fucking granny dump truck
2: The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman in 1983-ish. Because the original concept actually came out well before the comic. It's
0: almost 30 years ago. Yes. And, um, Wait, no. I forgot a decade. Yes.
2: It's, it's, it's <laughs> 40. Just about 40 years ago. The um, first sketch, which I'll show you guys here. Um, you see this? It's kind of yeah. a
1: derpy looking turtle. That is,
0: uh, That is a penis with a shell. Yeah. Huh. And that looks like a uh, fucking Master Uguay from Kung Fu Panda, like that that, no. that limp like neck, that yes. like no
1: <laughs> facial structure whatsoever. But it's I mean, that
0: looks a cone. That looks more like a turtle, though. That yeah. looks less anthropomorphized than the Ninja Turtles we know now. Yeah.
2: The the nunchucks are actually like strapped to his forearms; he's, they're not even in his hand. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. The idea was, it's a ninja supposed to move fast and be agile, so he picked. The least agile animal. Yeah. And it was, they were, he was, uh, Eastman drew the first drawing, and it was just as a joke to try to get Laird to laugh. Laird's uh, a few years older mm-hmm. than Eastman, so their relationship, they got along great, but there was always a little, you know, the, Eastman was more of the reckless youth kind of guy.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotta okay, have the reckless youth. That's yes. what I am of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So he
2: shows his drawing to Laird. Laird fires back with a, another Ninja Turtle drawing and they keep going back and forth till eventually they come to cl- something really close to what we would all recognize mm-hmm. today. Okay. So they're much more human, you know, standing up on full length legs and arms.
1: It, it was a looked cop- like it that had a penis for a head and neck.
2: Well, it's funny you mentioned penis because the original turtles have tails. And we'll get into that later, but they had to remove the tails when the action figure line came out because <laughs> of how phallic. It, it looks.
0: So I tried doing a little bit of research for this mm. episode, and... That's I think, not your job. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I want to get better acquainted with the Ninja Turtles before, you know, that way I can help Robert. Uh, and then I didn't. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, so it was a... I, I don't remember what comic it was. I bought a Best of TMNT, mm-hmm. uh, like, Volume 1. And they... Some people that were looking to abduct Raphael were like, we have no idea if this was a turtle that transformed into humanoid or if this was a human that transformed into a turtle. Mm-hmm. But we're going to find out when we cut this bitch open. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Extremely hard to drown because they breathe through their butt.
0: Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. So so they started off as a, just a, a inside joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they went back and forth and um, they eventually said, let's make a comic of our own. So they were heavily inspired by Jack Kirby. Eastman loved Jack Kirby and come to find out Laird actually had a Jack Kirby original in his house. No shit. Yeah. He had some, I some some Millis, some military comic. Okay. But, um, so they said, okay, we're going to make a Ninja Turtle comic. Laird actually came up with the name just off the top of his head. There was no marketing or anything involved just off the top of his head. He liked the sound of those words and we're, Looking back at it, you know, we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and we have all these are like like a three or four words going into... A lot this. of adjectives. Yes. These, these were kind of the original. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja was kind of the original, like, let's shove a bunch of weird words together to get... To show how cool they are. Yeah. And
1: I mean... That gives you all the description you need. Right. It does say exactly what it is. Teenage
0: Mutant (laughs) Ninja Turtles. That tells you
1: exactly what there are. Yeah. It's it's catchy, but it also paints a very clear picture of what you're getting into. It works.
2: Yeah, there's no mystery there.
1: As opposed to Batman, who's not a bat. (laughs) Or a man. Right. Not really.
2: So it took them approximately five months to finish a 44-page comic. That's a thick comic. It's, it's Comics now thick. are like 20 yeah.
0: to 26 pages? And
2: it's just the two of them. And there's, you know, sometimes one of them will pencil, the other one will ink. They would flip back and forth. So there's mm-hmm. almost, each, both of them is represented in every single page. There may, um, on one of the documentaries, they said there may be one page that's all Eastman or maybe one page, but generally they tried to split it so that each page had their um, combined work together in it.
0: Okay. I like that.
2: So, um, said five months put together they had to borrow and scrape together savings Mm -hmm. to come up with enough to print the original 3,250 copies Um,
1: one of which Robert owns.
2: I wish because (laughs) if you had one of those and and obviously near mint condition it'd be worth $15,000 it makes hot damn it's the most valuable comic book you can get from the 80s is Ninja Turtles number one
1: really yes that's surprising (laughs) why is that No reason.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) Dakota doesn't like the Ninja Turtles?
2: Well, in order for something to be worth something, at one point it has to be worth nothing. Mm -hmm. So you're talking it's an independent comic with 3,000 issues. Yeah. Nobody has one of these. And they read it and they're going to toss it. Yeah, sure. So their issue was released in May of 1984. It introduces all the Turtles. Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo, Leonardo introduces their rat sensei sensei Splinter, and of course the main villain Shredder are all introduced in the first comic.
1: I know that guy. Right.
2: You do. You saw the movie, and it covers their sure. origin, which which has mostly stayed the same over the years. Um, the first printing sold out in less than thirty days, so it prompted them to invest in another printing of mm-hmm. fifteen
0: thousand, which promptly sold out within a few weeks how widespread was the distribution do you have any idea like did they stay in like i don't know where they were based out of but, yeah like, they stay in new, new york,
2: york. No, um i want to say new hampshire okay keep, some new england's it's very oh, local my money okay. would not, have
1: been in new york because they seem to live in new york the turtles new
0: york's easy
2: no from what i understand any of these guys spent any time in new york <laughs> okay. cool big, big big tall building so, with a successful and selling out multiple printings of issue one, they get to work on issue two. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens. It sells out. Um, so, they just like, okay, well, this is what we're going to work on now. Sure. So, they start churning out issues. It takes, each issue takes a while, though. It's not yeah. like every month like a Marvel comic. But somewhere around issue eight, they realized they could profit up to $2,000 a month each from just doing the Ninja Turtle comics. Mm-hmm. So, this is the mid-80s, 2000 each for just doing it. That's a lot.
1: Yeah right.
0: So it becomes
1: their Are you full. You're gonna t- do an inflation
0: check. Yeah, I'm about to do that with two thousand dollars. Is do it. Yeah. That's
2: either that'd be enough money now to get yeah. by on. It wouldn't be. You wouldn't be
0: living great, but you'd get you'd by. You'd
1: be living fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is the equivalent of five thousand seven hundred thirteen dollars today. And you said weekly, month, monthly. monthly. That's that's solid. No, that's before tax. That's, yeah. That's above the median. Yes. Yeah. They found a living. Yeah. Yeah. And this
2: is, again, this is independent. This is their own, they call it a studio, Mirage Studio. And the reason they picked that name, because it's really just them working in Laird's living room. Yeah. It's just two guys.
0: You said that was profit. That's covering their overhead. Yes.
2: Profit. So they, they hire, they have to hire more people because they have to start getting these things churned out once a month now. Yeah. So it, um, it just continues to grow. It's mm-hmm. mostly a local phenomenon, but it's starting to spread. People are, you know, people are catching word of it. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger.
1: People are driving to New Hampshire for the <laughs> Ninja Turtles.
2: It gets so big. In 1986, they're contacted by Mark Friedman of Surge Licensing, and he wants to start a toy line with the Ninja Turtles. See, in the 80s, to sell toys, you had to have a cartoon in mm-hmm. almost every cartoon you can think of in the 80s, it was to sell a toy line. G.I. Joe, Transformers.
1: That makes sense.
2: Uh, yeah. Even the girls' toys. You know, you had Strawberry Shortcake, you had all, all of them. Yeah. All of them. It was usually somebody wanted to sell a toy, and then they developed um, a cartoon line around it huh. to sell the toy. Um, there That's are some... G.I. Joe's a little different, because he did exist. There was like these large G.I. Joe dolls that existed 50s, 60s, I want to say. But actually, Marvel Comics started a a comic book line to sell the G.I. Joe figures. Then it became a cartoon. So they were a little different. Were they
0: playing off of like the um, the high- Military industrial complex? Yes, pretty much. Following World War II.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: like, look, you can have a piece of, you know, the dad that doesn't talk to you or mom anymore because he's haunted by what the the Japs that he killed.
2: (laughs) Well, it was the 80s, so it was relatively peaceful. It would have been after Vietnam. Yeah. So they wanted to sell action figures.
0: I was just referencing... uh, are talking about the uh, oh G. The, G. Oh, the original G.I. Joe like yeah.
1: It's like I, I had mentioned to you, Ninja Turtles, that's going to be an easy thing to sell because karate is always fun to a certain age group. Yeah. And there's always going to be that age group. That similar age group. I mean, everyone had the little green army men and is playing soldier. Yes. So he, having a. Even we did. And we're fucking. What are we? Millennials? Were, and we were poor. Yeah. So that's a universal thing to play a soldier. So again, having a military toy line, the comic book, the that's an easy sell. Sure, that's a layup in the market. The- you did a basketball, <laughs> okay, right? I did. <laughs> the
2: turtles are different than a lot of those other properties because they existed and were successful in their media before they became a toy line. So you had a successful comic granted independent local comic
1: successful is still successful right
2: but it wasn't backed by marvel there wasn't anybody backing it so this mark friedman he's kind of like the eastman and laird though he's not really a successful business guy he Mm -hmm. rents a suit he rents a car to make it look like he's like a big shot
0: because like i've heard of like the surge uh i just think of the drink (laughs) wow uh but no like i've seen like that that like that pow kind of (laughs) like a label that has that says surge on it yeah so I even I know that one. So I guess this was before that blew up.
2: Yeah, this would have been the beginning of the success of that. Gotcha.
1: Well, it's yeah. like a lot of things. They start off independent. They get some success, yes. and then they move yeah. to a whole new level of success. Sure.
2: So con- they stay. Um, Friedman contacts them in '86. Um, they say we might be into it. You now know, is this see-
1: the time of cell phones? No. 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 No.
2: no, no. This is all
1: like, like landlines with the six. This foot is all cord? they're
2: probably gonna get a phone call, maybe a letter. Okay.
1: <laughs> time is very fluid for me, so I'm trying to piece it together.
2: <laughs> That's fair. Um so Friedman goes out and he manages to land a deal with um Playmates, which is okay. at the time nobody. They're they're based in Japan, but they don't have any real market in the United States. There's some back and forth. Eventually, Eastman and Laird license their figure and animation rights. Mm-hmm. Miraculously, they're able to keep creative control. They get the final say in the toys and any other endeavor they take on with their product. Okay. Interesting. That's so rare. Because yeah. usually yeah. you would just sell it and whatever they do with it, they're, they're going to have do no... But no, they have their hands. So, they're literally sitting there approving what toy, how the toy is going to look, mm-hmm. what figure they're going to introduce. Because it was all about getting as many out as possible. Because that's how you sell toys. The yeah. more toys you have, the more people people want to collect them all.
0: I'm just bewildered. Like, I, I know when the first Ninja Turtles movie came out, 1990. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they started in 83 and just had a wild yes. seven years.
2: Yeah. 84 is when the first comic comes out. Yeah. A little, about two years later, they're getting contacted for toys.
0: This show has existed for over two years. Just imagine if we did this three more times and then we have a movie. Granted, this this is profiting off so of like great in a movie. This is gra- profiting off of other people's work, but just like put some perspective on yeah. it. Like that's not that that is
1: that is one and a half high schools. This, I was born nine years after the movie came out.
2: Yes, you were. <laughs> the their success is just it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like how it was able to come together is it? It's just one lightning in a bottle strike, just out af, af, one after another. You would never be able, and to keep creative control.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Impossible. Sure. You couldn't do that. No. Um,
1: what kind of, what quality of action figures are we talking here? Because I know action figures have like changed over the years, and like the points of articulation. <laughs> this is the, the fucking points of articulation. <laughs> God,
0: it just brought me back a little bit. Well,
2: um, there's a. That documentary series, The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, Mm -hmm. the very first episode deals with the Ninja Turtles. But I actually had at least one. The only one I can remember is Donatello. Mm -hmm. And for the time, I'd say they were probably average.
1: Okay. Because like the action figures, I remember like their head kind of turned and like they had the elbow and then their legs rotated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You could pretty much that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: They didn't look as cool as the Mi'kmaq toys or anything like that. Yeah. They were nowhere near that.
0: I was just wondering, it was, what it was the, good enough for a 10 year old, yeah, seven
1: year old, five year old. I was just wondering what they looked like.
2: But the toy line actually spurred on a lot of changes that we would recognize today and assume mm-hmm. were always there. One, their tails were gone again because they already explained what but, the. F-
1: what was the problem with the tails?
2: <laughs> In the, the comics, they have tails, and if you, the way it's drawn, right angle, it looks pretty phallic. So you can't sell toys.
0: They got a backwards penis. <laughs>
2: with a dick hanging off your well, extra face. it's an animal. Of
1: course it's got to have a tail. <laughs> You're going to say, of course it has a dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's like, I, I don't know how turtle penises work. I assume it like shoots out of the shell like a tentacle.
2: Interesting. The toy line also brought about the different colored headbands. So okay. Up until that, it was a black and white comic. And then when color started coming in, it would—they was just red. They all wore red.
0: Yeah, how in the fuck were you supposed to differentiate between the turtles? I it guess was, by their
2: weapons. Yes, pretty much. Or if they said each other's name.
0: Because, because, okay. So
1: Raphael has the size. Yes. Yep. Uh, Donatello has the staff. Yes. Leonardo has the sword. Michelangelo has the nunchucks. Correct. Dude, we fucking did it! <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah, Air high five, <laughs> Bop. Um.
2: So they had to change the color of the headbands and also. Um, for the cartoon slash toyline, they up the personalities a little bit because mm-hmm. in the comics they are pretty bland. And they blend together as, yeah. well as anybody could say any line and it wouldn't stand out.
0: The archetypes haven't been established Correct. yet. Mm-hmm.
2: It's these guys were really fan of um, also Frank Miller's kind of gritty style. Okay, so the cartoon, the comic rather, has a lot of blood slashing and okay. grittiness and dirtiness to it. They had to obviously dial all that down.
0: In my uh, Best of TMNT that's sitting literally a foot away from me, there was some stuff from the 80s in there. And I could definitely see Sin City vibes from that artwork, for sure. They're
2: a fan of Frank Miller and Daredevil, which we'll get to later, which comes up in the first episode. Does dish.
0: that mean they kill a baby? <laughs> Ooh, no. wow. Good cut, Dakota. He's referencing uh, the Guardian Devil storyline that we did where oh, okay, he's yeah. like he's having a religious break and he's like, this baby is the Antichrist, and he throws a baby off the fucking
1: roof. And I think
0: it's Black Widow's like, what in the
1: fuck? That's God, literally I, the only Daredevil reference <laughs> I know, and that's because you have mentioned that. Well, like didn't I tell you to listen times. to that episode and I didn't tell you it was Mysterio was at the end of it? Uh, you told me to listen to it, but I never did. Oh, okay. Because I can't listen to our podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've been telling you what to do for years. Yeah, I don't listen anymore. <laughs> That's I understand. So much so we used to fight in the backyard.
2: That's true. So the original animated series mm-hmm. to sell the toys aired um, December fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it ran for nine years.
1: Jeez. It helped
2: sell over one point billion dollars worth of toys, making it the third most popular line behind GI Joe and Star Wars. Holy okay. Ninja Turtles, Batman! <laughs> Now, there have been several incarnations of the Turtles. That $1.1 billion is for just that original okay. opening 80s volley. Now,
1: what are the wow. like bad guys they have besides Shredder back then?
2: Well, you have Rocksteady and Bebop. Yep, Which and are in the
1: second movie, um, I think?
2: No. We'll, I we'll need go a into
1: description. We'll, 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 what the fuck are those?
0: We'll get into those. Yeah, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll get there. This is just the Turtles.
2: Um, but they would create action figures to sell and then put the that character into the cartoon that's just the way it works okay. so it's hard to keep up yeah but so there was a bunch just created just for the cartoon or a bunch
1: of one-off yeah like, okay
2: and then they may have been incorporated into later comics mm-hmm.
0: well and i like i don't know if you plan on getting into this but didn't shredder die in the first issue yeah when we go yes yes okay, we'll get into it yes because okay
2: it, it was supposed to be just a one and done. Mm-hmm. They did not plan on, I guess I should go in further detail on that. They did not plan on a series. Mm-hmm. But it was so successful. So, so there were different enemies. Like the second issue deals with Baxter Stockman and the Mausers.
0: Like legitimately, like you do the math on what today's money. That's over 60 grand a year. Yeah. That's good money. Yeah. That's each after overhead. <laughs> like, a shit, if I could do that, making a comic book, I fucking would.
1: If we did that with this podcast, <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck yeah! Then we could turn out
2: more content. Three years after the original comic, the first animated series premiered, as we talked about. Then three years after that, the 1990 live-action movie premiered. It was a critical and financial success, despite what you guys may think of it. we <laughs> <never> like <laughs> the it originally had a budget of 13.5 million, and it made 25 million opening weekend.
0: That's you combine those numbers, you've made Howard the Duck money. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that's
1: that's the one bar everyone goes for. Howard the Duck money. <laughs> that's a George Lucas film, Dakota.
2: The uh, overall the movie made a hundred and thirty five million dollars. God damn! So thirteen million dollar budget made hundred thirty five million. That's a this is also the largest independent movie of all time at this point. Okay, because this was not done by a big studio. This was done. Would by Golden Harvest, which you guys might know, does did Hong Kong action movies? That's mostly what Golden Harvest is known for. I can see, see, I that. didn't get
0: to watch a lot of uh, kung fu movies. It's one of the things I wish I could have gotten into.
2: Mark Freeman actually
1: still get into them.
0: That's
2: true. <laughs> I did. Mark Friedman originally contacted Golden Harvest. Because he kind of wanted to do like a gritty Hong Kong action movie. And if you guys have seen the movie, it's kind of gritty for a kid movie. Yeah. So of course, it's successful as. That um, the movie was, they have to get sequels. The second movie, Secret of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Secret of the Ooze, comes out one year later. That is I'm sorry, a,
1: Was that Secret of the Ooze? Secret <laughs> of the Ooze.
0: Holy shit, you're unlocking memories, Robert. That's a, a name one Name
1: of my porno, calling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I'm one kidding. year
2: for a sequel. And this is back in the day when I guess people didn't give a crap. They just figured if they slapped the name of the successful movie on it it would sell because nowadays you would kind yeah, of try to now take, they you know, never do that yeah <laughs> well they try to take care of your franchise <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't just slap together something real quick i mean we wait forever for sequels how long did it take for wonder woman 2 to come not that it was good but yeah how long did it take for that to come like out a while
0: well and they're also focusing on other properties too but yeah. you're right a, a year a year That's nuts the wow.
2: third ninja turtle live action movie which third turtles in time came out Two years after the second one. Not time. Now, the. Never time. The movies are, of course, of diminishing quality. But <laughs> that Secret of the right. Ooze did bring us this masterpiece, which we will now listen to. Wait, is this. In full and in silence. Yo, it's the green machine, gonna
1: rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new smooth sound. Yeah, everybody must move. Vanilla is filled with the new jack groove, gonna rock. The place with the power of the ninja Iceman, Man. You
2: know I'm not okay that's enough. it wasn't as good as i remember
0: no it was it was <laughs> motherfucking vanilla ice vanilla that's what i thought I, that was
2: yeah i i remember at the time because i'm excited for this the sequel um i forgot i'm 14 13 years old when that first movie comes out so it's Right in my wheelhouse. This is movie is
1: badass. So yeah. I'm
2: very excited about the sequel. And even as a kid at what 14, I was so disappointed in it. It was so bad.
0: Really? So you,
2: Robert, was that in...
1: mad with that young? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was like, Robert's been disappointed I... in movies <laughs> to <from the> go <laughs> for decades.
2: To be honest, that may been the first one that really like this was really bad. This is really. This is what, really,
1: to, this is what yeah. started him on his See, path. Of it
0: might healing. be. Yeah, I watched that <laughs> sub 10. For sure. Definitely. 95 for me, 99 Dakota. Uh, So I I remember we owned one of them on VHS, and it was – I think it was Secret of the Ooze. Okay. I think so. It's – Yeah. It's not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was because it'd always be around the rest of my Scooby-Doo VHSs. Yeah. And it'd be in my way. Yep. Well,
2: they they toned down the violence. Evidently, parents were complaining.
1: I don't know –
0: peek behind the veil. We're recording this before the talking beforehand. Yeah. So like we haven't really talked about the Turtles movie us yet, but the action in the first one was good. It's not bad. Like comparatively, I was like that's actually good choreographed violence. Did they use real stuntmen in those suits? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was actually impressed. Yeah. Um so I can see where that well no, I can't because parents parents are lame, but I can see how they could make that jump. If you to- say
1: that, you're the age of a parent.
2: Well, you remember? Oh no! no. You remember how Shredder's dealt with? Now yes. I watched that again just recently with my kid, and he's like, "Oof! Like that's rough." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Like that's Where they just throw him in the, in the truck yeah. and then...
2: crush him in the back of a of a, of a trash. And it's like, tra- "Damn, yeah, yeah." That's hardcore. We ain't
1: fucking around. Yeah, that, that really
2: is. It escalates like what the
1: hell that's we're punisher doing? Punisher levels of violence. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. I'm um, sorry. So, um, yeah, we had the, the sequels. Um, sorry. I got – the vanilla ice threw me off. But anyway, <laughs> so I just figured we'd do a breakdown of all the turtle properties. They've basically been on TV or in the movies ever since. So 1987 mm-hmm. is when the the cartoon like – I said the original cartoon stays on for nine years. They do change it and I think actually make it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Not We're going to talk about the comic here shortly, but in the comic – And like in the movie, Splinter's a rat Mm -hmm. who becomes more man-like. Well, the cartoon actually makes it where he's a man that becomes more rat-like. It's a little more depressing, but it also makes the rivalry between him and Shredder make more sense. How so? Because um, Splinter gets revenge for his basically master slash owner in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well... He is Hamato Yoshi in the cartoon. Oh, really? Yes. And I remember arguing, because I remembered, I said, wasn't I remember arguing with some other nerd. I go, I remember that he was a man that got turned. into the rat. No, it's always been no in the cartoon, which I have just recently watched. <laughs> Amato Yoshi gets turned into the rat.
0: Robert having beef with other nerds. Since oh yeah, now. which I mean, that 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 makes a little more sense than it just does. a rat
1: in his cage copying his master's it moves. It does. I don't know. I've seen some rats do some real human shit. <laughs> I told you about the rat I saw that was just eating an apple underneath a tree, underneath <laughs> the car <laughs> yes.
2: last weekend. Yes. Okay, so we started with that series. Then this goes on the uh, series of movies. The mm-hmm. first one, one, 1990. There was also around nineteen ninety. This is not movies or TVs, but a concert series called "Coming Out of Their Shells." There was actually a musical God damn it. <laughs> act well, put I together. <laughs> a
0: musical. Yeah, it was a out musical, musical. Of their shells. coming out.
2: Of so it's nin- people in Ninja Turtle suits with instruments up on stage. They don't have their shells. Because they're stopping the violence. It's all about music and love and peace. Yeah. Wow.
1: It's Why rele- did I know that? <laughs> it's as re- soon as he said "coming out of the shells," I just had images flash through my mind.
2: <laughs> it comes out. It's comes out in conjunction with the movie. That's how big this thing was. It starts a concert series that little boys are going to set through this concert where Splinter's doing a freaking ballad. <laughs> but it's released only on cassette tape. There's a cassette version of this. It goes triple platinum. God
0: damn. Jesus Christ.
2: That's three million copies in 1990. Wow. And the concert series goes on for a little less than two years. And there are stories you can look up because other obviously it wasn't the actors from the movie in these suits, but these mm-hmm. guys would just kind of get hired and go to Mex, uh, go to this small border town near Mexico. They would get swamped by thousands of Mexican children surrounding these pizza places they're at. (laughs) And they're just doing the forward promotion for it. Yeah. But these things were insane. I don't think we can think of anything similar right now that had turtle mania. It was insane.
1: Wow. I almost feel bad for knowing nothing and hating on it.
2: (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Almost. Okay. So then in, like I said, 1991, we have Secret of the Ooze, the second movie. Um, How Teenage... much
1: ooze is in that movie? A fair amount.
2: Good canister or two full. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> some good amount of ooze. It's <laughs> um,
1: disgusting. Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja turtles,
2: turtles in Time, which is the third live-action movie, comes out in 1993. They become samurai. They travel back to ancient Japan or some God shit.
1: God damn it. <laughs> I knew there was going to be some dumbass time travel.
0: It's Turtles through Time. I imagine it's kind of like I Batman just... and Robin levels of like... Just insane comic booky, over the top gimmick well, shit. I,
1: I was, I was so hoping that when you said Turtles Through Time, <laughs> it would just be like a flashback to actual teenage them, and they're just like
0: <laughs> training. How hard is it to write movies that in the third one you hit time travel? It took the MCU ten years to get, and like a hundred
1: movies to get to time travel. Yeah, it took like ten years and. They knew what they were doing from the get-go. They built it from the first movie.
0: Yeah, they're like, uh, "What? okay, we had these turtles be ninjas twice
1: now. What else can they do? Samurai. Samurais are like ninjas.
0: <laughs> no! Yeah. They're completely separate ideologies. They had an entire video game about that. That is true. That's a phenomenal... Oh, Ghost The Tsushima. I want to replay that now. The
2: third one is one of those movies, 93, so I'm getting older here. So, this is, sure. I see it one time. So,
0: they've popped out a movie every year so yes,
1: far. Yes, did Well, that- 90, 91,
2: 93. They skipped okay, 92. Okay,
1: They did a similar thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. One came out every year, and then they would skip a year, and then they came out every year again, and then they skipped a year. Because Freddy's tired. Yeah. I imagine he was just in another movie, and they couldn't get him. I don't know what else Robert Englund has done. I don't I don't know, but he's such a fantastic Freddy.
0: I love him. <laughs> he was in... This is getting off topic for you. He was in... What the fuck did we watch lately?
1: He don't was... Oh,
0: uh, Stranger Things, season four. Oh. Robert Englund was really? in Stranger Things. Yep. He played this dude who basically carved out his own fucking eyeballs. Okay. It was pretty cool. I was super happy to see him. Yeah. I, I think
2: love- I recognized him when he was on screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I might have to watch that episode.
2: So we got to... Just- <laughs> We, we got a three-year break, and in 1996, something called Mutant Turtles comes out. It was released in Japan to sell more toys, so it wasn't an American... It, I don't think you can even find it easily. Okay. But um, they're, they're also, in this series, evidently more amped up, like more super-powered instead of just ninja. That's what kinda, I was
1: going to imagine when you mentioned yeah. mutant as the first word. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so they just like... Soaked in the ooze a little bit longer this time, and they have <laughs> yeah, got like
2: yeah, they're a little more mutant wings.
0: turtles. So they're Zuni. they've abandoned their their adolescence. They're no longer ninjas. They just beat the shit out of people.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what I imagine is like one's got like six arms, and then one's <laughs> got like wings <laughs> on its back. Awful. One looks like the amp the weird Deadpool in X-Men origins, and
0: X Men origins. Oh Jesus Christ! Got sword for hands. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good
1: um, movie.
2: Then there's something, a horrifying thing called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. It runs from 97 to 98. This Is, is
1: that Children of the Teenage Mutant Ninja, this Ninja Turtles? This is a
2: horrifying, <laughs> scary kind of looking live action TV series. It's a sequel to the movies. And okay. if you can look it up, as the movies went on, the costumes got worse and worse looking. They <laughs> Why got, could
0: they just reuse the costumes?
1: I think they did, and that was the problem.
2: They... There's a whole big old story about those costumes and how nightmarish they were to work with because of all the animatronics in the head. And they weighed 60 or 80 pounds. Yeah. It, it's a... Those costumes,
0: looking at the first movie, they were good. Like, our boy had John Cena vice, bicep veins. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they were detailed. I imagine yeah. by the third one, it lo- the costume itself looks looks like it's animated.
0: Now, there were several shots where it was like, I can definitely see the seam where the head comes off. Oh, yeah. I see yes, your yes.
1: fucking neck gator. Yeah, there's... <laughs>
2: There's even the scene, and it's all around the internet, where you can see the actor's face. face inside inside the turtle's mouth. everybody.
0: Cowabunga.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, this live, I remember my sister at this point was a little kid watching. And it was Mm -hmm. on Fox. They had this afternoon lineup for children Mm -hmm. on um, the regular, like, network Fox show. And so I remember seeing bits of this. It's just awful. It's The violence is toned on nothing. And they introduce a female turtle. And her name is Venus de Milo. So they were, I guess, going woke before it was cool to go woke. Wow. <laughs> and I do remember in one episode, they do cross over with the Power Rangers. God
0: damn it. That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Yes, it does.
1: They're, but why, they're in the same Uber. Why don't
0: they just get... Is there no female painters that they could have named
1: this other t- turtle there after? Was a female pope. <laughs> Good job. But. She Good job, pretend, Catholics. She had to pretend to be a male, and they only found out after she died, they were like, wait a minute, this pope has tits. <laughs> because could, she pretended they, her entire clergy career to be a man. They couldn't have just called this turtle, like, Georgia
2: or something. I don't know. It had to be a renaissance, right? Because yeah. that keeps in the trend. That's true. I don't. There ain't no women painters back then. They would be a... allowed to paint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you know how broads are when they get a brush in their hands.
2: Gosh. So we can see in the franchise right now, we're kind of on a downhill trend because this live action show doesn't last that well. The movies are getting worse and worse and making less and less money as it goes
0: along. Well, in the nineties itself, like that was the comic book fo- collapse. Mm-hmm. It was just everything oh, yeah. was everything was so turned up, edgy, angsty, and just bad for the most part. Content was bad in the nineties. Wild. So this,
2: I believe, is really what spurred Kevin Eastman in June of 2000. He sold his ownership mm. to Laird. He Whoa. was done. He said, I don't want any more of this. Up until they that didn't point, like
1: my weird tumor <laughs> next-generation mutation turtles. Because up until this point, they still
2: have created control. They're the ones that had to agree to a female turtle.
1: So that's what I was wondering. I was like, it seems like they... They had a good idea what happened.
2: Well, people back up, dump trucks of money to your house. You start going, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, female (laughs) turtle. Let's draw her up. Yeah. How do we give a turtle tits? (laughs) Meanwhile, he's just filling his bathtub with a cement (laughs) truck of cash.
2: So this is one of the biggest gaps in the franchise, too, because you have that next mutation live action TV show. Then Eastman sells out. Then... So it's not till two thousand three another animated series starts up. So that's a five year gap. That's the biggest one so far. Usually we've only had about a year or two gap in between. Mm-hmm. And this animated series is a much more like the original comic. It's a little bit more adult. I'd say it's probably going for like the kids who are twelve ish. You know, who've a,
0: already grown up a little bit on Turtles content. Yeah, it's it's.
2: I've more,
1: seen bits of this.
2: Yeah, I would imagine this is the one you guys would have seen growing up. It, it runs from 2003
1: to 2009. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just, it reminds me of the uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies. With yeah. yeah. that, like, guitar rock intro in the X-Men. Yep. Okay. So I, I remember bits and pieces of that one. <laughs> I knew it would put it in your mind, and it put it in my mind, too, <laughs> as soon as I saw the picture.
2: I went through all the stuff, and that original 87 Ninja Turtle intro theme music is mm-hmm. still the best. Like I've just recently listened to this series, the 2000, 2003. It's not good. Uh. It is the theme. They some about the eighties. They put effort into those damn music themes. Shit, yeah, dude. Um. So then there was T M N T. Just the letters. It was a CGI movie, the first CGI animated movie. It came out in two thousand and seven. I don't remember much about it. I do know that Chris Evans plays a voice. I think Leonardo. Is this the Michael Bay one? I, no. No, no. This is no, all I think I've CG.
1: Seen, I've seen parts of this Wait movie a minute. as well.
0: That's
2: right. I remember yeah. this because it was so dark. Yes. And, uh, Patrick Stewart plays the voice of a bad guy. I don't remember the plot too much, but I do know the turtle relationships is very much right on.
1: Guys, we could watch this movie as well. It's on <laughs> Netflix. So do you want to hear the... Yes, yes. So... Splinter the rat sensei senses something amiss in New York City. His disciples Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo have grown apart since their last adventure, the teenage terrapins, I guess that's scientific for turtle, <laughs> must somehow renew the strength, renew and strengthen their bond if they are to, to have any hope of defeating evil industrialist armies of ancient monsters. They really just kind of threw industrialists in there. (laughs) (laughs) They really just threw corporate bad. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Yeah, I I saw that one. Interesting. What interesting art. (laughs) I legitimately
0: haven't consumed any Ninja Turtles content for years. I've consumed more than I knew I
2: did. Yeah, evidently.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just like you to be unlocking memories. Like this is a fucking RPG.
2: So... That movie doesn't do as well. It Wild, okay. yeah, it doesn't do as well as you would you would hope. So that would came out in two thousand seven. In two thousand nine, Laird finally sells. So he has you know all of Eastman's shares plus his. He sells to Viacom, Nickelodeon for sixty million dollars. Apparently,
1: there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle: The Cowabunga Collection video game. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, I don't go into video that games. That came out this year. Yes. This year. Yeah. August 30th, 2022.
0: Let's play it, guys. Let's play, you can let's play get it, it on our <laughs> Twitch. You can get it for the PS5. Oh, my God. Is it good? That's its cover art. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, no, it's a remaster of all the yeah. old, like, 90s games. Oh. oh, Yeah, that's wow. right. They brought everything and remastered it all. That's what it looks like. Yeah.
2: I, I remember going to the arcade with my brother and playing that Teenage Mutant Ninja Arcade so game. So,
0: there's a bar here in Louisville. It's mm-hmm. called Rec Bar. Okay. Um for those of you who don't know it is an actual bar um you, you, you can sit down and eat but who brings their family to this place uh <laughs> but it's filled with arcade games and pinball machines and there's like a couple ninja turtles arcade games i play it every goddamn time i go up there i
2: wonder if they have the original dakota there's a movie that's supposed to come out next year oh yeah yeah, i get to kind of that yeah. oh, go, go, put, <laughs> put down the
0: phone you kids and your phones
2: oh um so Laird sells, um, he sells out, and he gets $60 million for it. But God in damn. In then money? Or? In 2009.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: I don't know if you can call it 2009 yeah. back then. So
2: Eastman, who sold out earlier, he gets none of this. This is not. This oh, is, <laughs> do we know what he sold his shit for? No, I could not bucks. find out how much it was. But I, it was, I guarantee it was nowhere. Because remember, when he sold, the, the series kind of on a di- decline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He got out at a low point. The yes. other guy got out at more of a high point. Yeah, it, it's starting. It's not great, but people know who it, what it's it is. It's on the and upswing
1: it, again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's, Sorry, go on. That's the idea of the buy low, sell high. You sell it on the upswing. <laughs> I was but just you like, never I don't know when the peak is going to actually. I don't come. know
0: when the turtles have peaked in the last 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, but what
2: he, he works into this contract, he's able to do up to 18 black and white Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics per year if he chooses to. And I believe that's the reason why we have Last Ronin. He decided to do that. So he didn't give up everything. He Eastman can,
0: was definitely on Last Ronin.
2: He could inject what he wants to the franchise whenever. Basically, Doing 18 comics a year, you're not going to do that yeah. if you wanted to. So then, that's um,
1: just enough to fuck up whatever that everyone else is doing with your stuff. That's like one every three weeks. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, in two thousand nine, there was Turtles Forever. This is a made-for-TV animated movie that um, kind of ties up that two thousand three series. Is kind of the finale for it. Okay. And then, from what I could figure, they actually meet their nineteen eighties counterparts oh and go on an adventure. God. I'm, I'm actually interested that's what in it seeing. Looks like yeah, yeah. I'm actually interested in seeing that one.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's weird colored turtles in all black and white. <laughs> <laughs> and the new turtles are... It's got three sets of Ninja Turtles. And one set is like six inches taller and buff. <laughs> 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 like built like a tool shed buff.
2: Yep. The uh, So in Team Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the first series that Nickelodeon does comes out in 2012. This is a CGI series, all CGI and it's good. I watched this one with Alex. We actually really enjoyed this one. This is the first one where Michelangelo was actually funny, I feel, instead of just annoying. Oh. I feel that character's <laughs> always just been annoying, but the writing made him funny. And it it focuses heavily on like the mutations and Dimension X and some of their other crazier villains. Not I mean Shredder's in there, but it's not. Shredder's I
0: mean, overplayed at this point. Yeah. They
2: they deal with him, but it's not. Gotcha. Then in 2014, we get the movie Everybody Loves to Hate. <sighs> The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, produced
1: by Michael Bay.
0: I haven't wanted to watch a Michael Bay film in the last 15 years. Dakota, so what are you
1: looking up? I'm look, I've been looking up everything he said, <laughs> so I'm looking at the cover, an ad for the TMNT Teenage Turtles by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate Michael Bay as a person. I know you do.
0: Because his films are 50% explosion.
1: There's but just Andrew, not substance. Look how serious he looks. All you
0: fucking, that motherfucker is Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder and Michael Bay are just like two halves of the same (laughs) shitty coin. But look at that. Put your phone away. I'm getting upset now. I'm sitting up in my chair.
2: The movie's not good. It has Megan Fox in it. That's another sign it's not good. There's all kinds of rewrites because Shredder's in the movie, but originally they meant it to be a white actor. I forget his name. They kind of inject a Japanese Shredder somewhere along the line. There's no...
0: Well, it's like... It, it, it be, Japanese, like, just influence is so prevalent in the ninja <laughs> <Yes. turtles. laughs> Like, like Shredder, and whether or not, uh, whether or not, uh, um, uh, fucking the rat Splinter, yes. was a person or not, it's still two, like, Japanese martial artists, yes. like, that were rivals. Yeah. Like, it's that kind of martial art expertise is integral.
2: The, I took Alex, my son, to see the movie. Come to find out, it was opening weekend. We were going to go see it. We didn't oh, know wow. when it... I didn't pay attention when it was out. I ended up next. I mean, the studio... The theater was packed, so I know why they made a sequel to it. It made enough money, but it wasn't great. But it came out the same year as Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, it did. I Guardians of the Galaxy had a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a 20%. <laughs> that might be honest, because it's not great. Guardians did not deserve 99%. That movie is a knockoff of Farscape, the sci-fi oh, series God. that came out like a de- <laughs> over a decade
1: earlier. You know yeah. why they could rip it? Because it came out over a decade <laughs> earlier. and only dinosaurs. Died Even out the was.
0: clothes he I've, stole. <laughs>
1: I've heard this bit before
0: from Robert. <laughs> this is an emotionally charged. He needs the next five minutes.
2: Farscape is a far superior property. Okay, the whole idea of a man out of place from Earth doing Earth references around aliens we've seen all this before even the leather clothes Star Lord or whatever wears it's almost taken directly from what Crichton was wearing in Farscape the, when,
0: when did Farscape come out?
2: I want to say late
0: 90s it started I so I know at least we're I'm supposed to be the expert on things but until I have until I've researched it I don't know anything so I don't know the history of the Guardians unfortunately. So I, I, don't, I don't I can't look, play Devil's Advocate. I know what accurately. you're going to try
2: to say. You say, "Well, the comic was first and maybe Farscape took from the comic." Yeah. I don't know, maybe they did. I don't think so. <laughs> Cuz it's such a knockoff of Farscape. I can tell you which characters are which. Uh-huh. From the Farscape characters. Go ahead. Like Gamora is Aaron. Um Drax is Dargo. Um it just uh um, and obviously Groot is Pilot. It just,
1: it rocket is Rigel. So it's just, just <laughs> a quick Google search. The first appearance of the Gardens of the Galaxy came out in Marvel Superheroes number eighteen in January of nineteen sixty
2: nine. I get that, but was
1: it? <laughs> Robert said, "I don't care."
2: But was it the format that we see in the movies? I don't. No, it was. I don't
1: think so. No. No, the oh my god, what the fuck are these guys? Exactly.
0: It's not We'll do a Starhawk. <laughs> we'll do we'll do Guardians eventually, guys. Do we? Yeah, we'll do bro, we're going to get to everything.
2: It was at that point I realized so that summer watching that both those movies and both of them they really both weren't good movies, but seeing how the rating system worked out, I realized it was all bullshit. That's so <laughs> weird. People are just sucking on Marvel like it's a goddamn crack pipe. It's Our fucking ridiculous.
1: Is obsessed. The with thing the is, first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The thing is, you have a
0: cute icon, you're gonna make money. Groot, okay, our mom, right. people latched on Groot so hard, and then you, they got to see little baby Groot, mm-hmm. and everyone lost their fucking minds. Baby Yoda, people lost their fucking minds. You have something tiny and adorable; they love. It's a key to success. Our
1: mom is obsessed with Groot. But she's obs- She's had Guardians of the Galaxy on our DV on our Direct box. Four years since it first came out on TV, and she could record it. Legitimately, for like the last six or seven years.
0: It's you can try to DVR. defend
2: it all you want. James Gunn was on Epstein's Island. There, I'm just going to say it. All right? <laughs> he was on Epstein's Island. He got fired by Disney for all his pedophile tweets. And then you have that half-wit wrestler arguing to get him back because we couldn't make a great movie without this pedophile. What's the guy who played Drax? Go fuck yourself. This guy gets canceled kind of by disney he gets fired they just wait Halfway, a little yeah yeah and then they bring him back because i guess we're just championing that it's bullshit so he can make shitty ass rip-offs of everything else they're fucking a uh, bad superman movie he made you know what that is that's Bright the Bird? original yeah that's the original plot to
0: fucking dragon
2: ball z is it <laughs> yes. it is it actually okay, but is
0: I kinda like liked bright I, I enjoyed Brightburn as well, but Robert's right. The parallels between him, Brightburn, and Dragon—I don't even watch Dragon Ball. I've heard the breakdowns. See, bro, it's the <laughs> it's same. Exactly. I the didn't same. even know. But, but 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 it is pretty similar to just Superman's origin in general. That's and Dragon Ball is too. Well, yeah, I knew
1: nothing about Dragon Ball. I know, I still know nothing about it when I watched it, and I didn't realize it was supposed to be like an evil Superman. Yeah. Until like halfway through the film,
0: yeah. and I'm like,
1: wait a minute. This is a comic book movie. Yeah. I think I think I think
0: I, we're I feel like we're gonna get into this more when we do a Guardians uh, episode, and I do want to do one. It's mm-hmm. been on my docket for a while. With Starhawk. <laughs> Stop speaking out of your mouth. <laughs> Anyways, um we're talking about Ninja Turtles, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. And I have consumed more Ninja Turtle
0: content than I thought I did. I, I just went into last place on Ninja Turtle's knowledge,
1: and I'm upset about it. I've watched so much. every. I've looked up everything he's seen, and I'm like, I rec- why do I recognize that? What the fuck?
0: This is what happens when you
1: don't remember Shut your child. to Do the therapy! Anyway,
2: <laughs> hey, um, yeah, James Gunn's been uh to Epstein Island. I'm, like, I'm his two,
1: th- like the 2012 TV show, I've seen most of that. It's really good. I'm just assuming
2: if you want to work with James Gunn, like Drax or whatever the hell that dumbass wrestler was, that you're also a pedophile. Dave, <laughs>
1: Dave okay, so Batiste. in
2: 2015, Half Shell Heroes: <laughs> Blast of the Past came out. The Turtles—it's an animated movie. They travel back in time to some dinosaur shit. I don't know. I never saw it.
1: Uh, there, here, let me mm, mm, let me check this out real quick. Oh my god, that looks bad. This is an audio po- podcast. <laughs> That looks really bad. Oh, good. Thank you for that, descriptor. <laughs> really <laughs> well, appreciate no, you no, adapting. They, they made the Ninja Turtle midgets?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> they're tiny. Anyway,
1: they're, they're really tiny. Dakota. Dakota, put it
2: down. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Out of the Shadows, 2016. That's a sequel to the Michael Bay movie.
0: Yeah, I knew it had a it's, sequel. Mm-hmm. It,
2: that one feels more like a kid movie than... The original Michael Bay movie, it's very – an adult is kind of going to just roll their eyes at it. But they actually tried. They introduced Rocksteady and Bebop, Krang.
1: Krang's the, the brain?
2: Yeah, the interdimensional brain.
0: <laughs> I
1: didn't even know that. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. Look>
2: me. <laughs> um, they, they, Um You could tell they tried to course correct. And I was kind of hoping they would try again, like get another movie out because it felt like they were kind of starting to go back in the right direction, starting to rely more comic book, not coming up with their own – original bullshit. This was also Michael Bay though, right? Yeah. Um, All the same, Megan Fox and all the others are still in it. It's...
1: Disgusting If you look at the trailer,
2: don't... If you haven't seen the movie, when I saw the trailer, I was actually kind of excited because it was... It was very reminiscent of the cartoon, like the jokes and getting to see Rocksteady and Bebop because, side note, that Secret of the Ooze movies, Uh we thought we were going to get Rocksteady and Bebop because there are some other mutants in there, but they're... I think they're called, like, Tokar and Razor or something. There's, like, another mutant turtle and some other kind of creature. And they're in really bad puppet, you know, costumes. Yeah. But so we finally got Roxanne and Bebop with that movie. So I was kind of excited. I took Alex to see that one, too. And, you know, he liked it. He's a kid. So I think for what it was, you know, it's not bad. Definitely better than a Guardians movie done by a pedophile. <laughs> so then um Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that um, – 2018 2020. It's a Nickelodeon animated series, not CGI, and it has that ugly animation style where everything's kind of chunky and
1: blocky
0: mm. and not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, Raphael is bigger than everyone oh, yeah, he's else. Like way bigger. because he's
0: angry about it. Dakota. Well, they <laughs> the made the man a... is
1: a tool shed. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let me soak oh, that in a moment. He's the size of all three of
0: them put together. <laughs> yeah.
1: What What is on the purple dude's head? I. I thought those were cat girl ears at so first. I.
2: I. think they're goggles or yeah, something. Yeah.
1: But the red and blue. Like, he's always needs that shitty 3D vision. Interesting. Look how um, tiny Michelangelo is. I think
2: that's supposed to take place before their teenagers. I think they're supposed to be like, adoles- like <laughs> 11, 12 in that. I'm, I don't know. I When I see animation
0: like that, I I'm not watching it. Raphael well. obviously hit puberty. <laughs> yes, he was hit
2: puberty first. Well, he's the oldest, you know. Yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next in 2019, there was Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. There's been a lot of Batman crossovers. Yeah. In the comics. And this is the, the only, um, animated movie so far. They, they, they cross over and of course they fight Batman. Like all these versus movies, they fight a little bit and then their buddies fighting together and Batman actually fights uh, shredder to a stalemate interesting which, which kind of up my respect for shredder I pulled up a little
1: bit the wrong bit. movie the the rise of the teenage mutant Ninja turtles i pulled up the movie there's, version I, that I, came I, out in 2022 yeah
2: i was about to talk about that yeah there's a movie that's kind of the finale of the series batman fought shredder to a stalemate yeah i don't know if i like that i didn't know how i felt about it either but it made me res- respect shredder more
0: i mean i guess his shredder's arch nemesis are four ninjas all at once <laughs> yeah that's the uh Okay, that's yeah. the picture for the the TV show. You get you 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 get that one listener. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Raphael's still built like a fucking linebacker <laughs> compared to the rest.
2: It made um, Shredder seem like a badass because everybody anybody can stand toe to toe with Batman is obviously a badass. Yeah, that it's and I'm but he handed uh, he kicked the turtles' ass, but they couldn't take on Shredder, which I guess makes sense. I don't know. Eh. So
0: think, the you're the, thinking about it. Don't yeah, think about
2: it. The, <laughs> yeah. I just remember at the end of that movie, um they blow up a lot of shit. Like it would cause they blow up I think the Acme Chemical Factory. <laughs> is <that> directed <laughs> Zach it directed by Zack Snyder? Like I feel like that would destroy Gotham to have chemicals blowing. You, do you <laughs> want an okay.
1: army of
0: jokers? Cuz that's how you get an army of jokers. <laughs> okay,
1: but Acme Chemical Factory is constantly having <laughs> getting blown
0: up or Cuz they constantly have fire. Joker soup. <laughs> they are not OSHA.
1: No. <laughs> it's constantly being used by batman or other villains. Osha stand-ups. does not exist
0: in the comic book world.
1: No, I think Osha does exist, but they just aren't allowed in <laughs> Gotham. Yeah, you're not going. Like I'm- the one Osha guy that works in Gotham well, is even, just the richest man in existence. Even in
0: even in like New York. Like what's that most recent bit in in Spider-Man, the most recent Spider-Man movie where where Electro's like Fell on a VAT of eels and then, and then the other guy's like, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, like yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> yep. Yeah, understandable. That's that's and what you, that's what happens that when happens. you
1: fall in a VAT of electric eels. Not just any eels, magical eels. Radioactive. They're radioactive, yeah. that's what your shit straight. What This is just that <laughs> it's those kind of bits that mean we can't have nuclear energy. <laughs> are uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, how scared are we of like radiation that like Very radioactive spider mean spider-man we got
0: a couple of cities that weren't up to code <laughs> that were not up to code decades behind and then they kind of exploded and like permanently wrote ru- not permanently but hella ruined lots of yeah miles of land wild weird <laughs> it was the Chernobyl are- could have been avoided if they had one ocean inspector the wolves are coming back to Chernobyl that makes me happy it Dude, is nature's healing it is man i love wolves <laughs> inside of you are two wolves. <laughs> and you are dead because you cannot have wolves inside your body. I have two wolves on my necklace.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: sorry, Robert. Um the the movie you just mentioned, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie is an animated movie. That's like the last thing that's come out. It's that same shit animation. I guess it was the finale for that cartoon series. So it that cartoon series only ran for two years in a movie yeah. so it's not it the wasn't art very successful. style
1: looks bad but from the short like 30 second clip you get when you google it it looks like it might be kind of like slapstick funny well yeah. and it
0: seems like we've kind of re-entered the 90s in, in this era of just we gotta shit out content Yeah, and you've got an overload of content
2: I'm all for it there there are upcoming projects we mentioned uh, there's a mutant mayhem which I guess is already done and it's mm-hmm. an animated movie that's supposed to look be like in the style of the spider verse yeah there's also talk of a seth Rogen project yeah he's sure. also been to epstein island by the way so don't get too excited <laughs> about watching that movie um there's talk of making another michael bay but de the turtles even
0: more because there's, there's then just take out michael bay yeah but... like like there's no way michael bay would want <laughs> who wasn't on epstein <laughs> island keanu reeves
1: there's a few, few people that have a train.
0: A few people. He does ride the sad train. Good
1: job. He gives his seat up to people.
0: He do, He's such a good person. I want good things for Keanu. Yeah, you,
1: you said once you want Keanu Reese for president, and I had to tell you no. You I, can't tell me no. I want political people in, pre, in president. I don't Reagan, want an actor. Reagan was, a,
0: was an actor, Reagan and shut, then he
1: invented AIDS. Reagan <laughs> set us behind on mental health years. Reagan was a bad person. <laughs> That Reagan closed down mental health facilities and set us behind on our mental health capabilities and healing people by decades. And he killed all of the elder gays. He did.
0: <laughs> We're okay. here, guys. So, as you can see, there's been a <laughs> lot of Teenage
2: Mutant Ninja property. this property. This, seri- this franchise is only 40 years old, and this is all the stuff, and there's still stuff coming out. Like Constant I said, content. I think right. with
1: how much I've seen, I have to take back my I hate it.
2: <laughs> I think... Like I said, I think this is on – this will – unless it crashes and burns, they just – but they've done shit and kept yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Just like Superman. And There's been this, some shit stuff.
1: And a lot of the stuff, though, it, it has a similar feel to it. Like, it has weird names or the art style looks weird, but it's fairly together.
2: Mm-hmm. I have my – Theories as to why the Ninja Turtles, as opposed to say G.I. Joe, which and and Transformers, they have had their resurgence and stuff, but the Ninja Turtles seems seems to stay closer to public consciousness.
1: Because people are Because the military falls in and out of fashion. Whereas this there's no real politics Mm -hmm. or there's no there's nothing that makes it one side or the other on anything. It's four turtles. Who are run by a rat. I know, but that that's why they can do more than G.I. Joe or Transformers, because if the military falls out of public favor, you're not going to want a G.I. Joe toy, you're mm-hmm. going to... But a Kung Fu fighting turtle who does a sick kick flip timeless. Yes. Timeless, apolitical, it could, anyone could be into it. Yeah.
2: I think they're more relatable than those yes. other two. Because... And- I had a, a conversation with a friend, though he his father was in the military. Well, mm-hmm. You know this guy, uh, Andrew, and, and both of you know him. But he was um, he had got um, injured, so he was out of the military. But his father was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and he grew up all around GI Joe. So I guess if you have like military people in your life, maybe GI Joe was your thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. My grandfather was in Vietnam, and he hated the military and the government. So
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> you Niger- had a fun grandpa. Yeah,
2: my I think um, the turtles are more relatable. Mm-hmm. I had a brother. Mm. We would throw shit at each other and fight each other and watch these things and kick at each other. And, and
1: oh, yeah, Andrew and I played Thunderdome on the trampoline many a time. We've dropped the people's elbow on each other. <laughs> there, there's it's no, fun. There's just no... something about that over the top, just like, Hey-yah! yes. And, and kick flips and those spin kicks look cool <laughs> to, you know, younger to middle school, early high school. They look cool. Mm hmm. It's why a, Dick Grayson is my favorite Robin. Because he's showy. Yeah. And these the Kung Fu fights are always showy. Yeah. That's why in every sort of superhero movie, action movie, you're not you're not seeing boxers. No one's getting into the boxer hands in front of their face squared up. You're seeing you're seeing the interesting kung fu yeah. poses and there's flips and kicks and it's more visually appealing.
2: I think Transformers and GI Joe, especially. There's a military structure. Mm-hmm. The turtles don't have that. They're constantly fighting with each other. That's part of the appeal. Just like brothers will fight with each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. They only they're listening to a rat who's a better father figure than most of us ever had. I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> ain't wrong.
2: I would much rather have the rat
0: as a father figure than what I had. He's a he's a good dad. Yeah,
1: he's solid. Um, I don't know what kind of cheese storage they have <laughs> at the house because. <laughs> I had a rat for your dad. I don't imagine I'd have the same amount of cheese consumption as I do. <laughs>
2: I, I think their appeal is that they're, and I could also relate to more to living in the sewer than where these fucking Autobots were living in some robot palace. Yeah. Or GI Joe going back to the barracks. I could understand the sewer. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: dirty. It's fun.
1: Yeah. That's much closer to what I grew up in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. So, so I think it just reaches a larger audience, which yes. is. And it's one of those timeless things that as like like Robert said, when he started getting out of favor of it and as stuff was coming out, he wasn't as in into what was coming out. He had a younger sibling who was getting into it as he was getting out. So as people age out there are new people consistently coming in so you can constantly make stuff and people will be into it i'm literally
2: taking my kid to see and introducing him to these characters that i grew up with i mean he's literally the same age i was when i first got to see the anime it's a
0: fantastic bonding experience yes
2: and and the turtles are also there it's more exposed in the movies and in the uh, cartoon than it is in the comics so they have each type of personality Mm -hmm. and you can go well you can get like it's always fun which ninja turtle are you you can guess by the person's personality there's just a fun game to it, also, which the other ones don't have. Yeah. Well, that, you know what, I, that's that the history of the turtles. Pretty much, as my breakdown of the franchise.
0: Okay. Well, very, well, good research. Yep. Very well done. Thank you. Um, Andrew, how does it feel to be the
1: least knowledgeable person in the room? <laughs> it feels dirty. I actually want <laughs> to take does a it shower. Feel to know that I know more than <laughs> I you. want to take a shower.
2: Well, that'll do it for our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchise breakdown. hope everyone enjoyed. Um, give us a like. Download, tell your friend, tell your family, tell your mother. Um, thanks. Probably
1: for... tell your grandparents or your uncle. They probably watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles grow up. That's true.
2: It's been out for 40 years. Tell God. me what I missed, what, how I was wrong, how the Ninja Turtles suck. I'm willing to hear all of it. Tell
0: Robert what a good job he did on his first takeover. Yes, be gentle. Please, first time. <laughs> please be gentle. It's his first time. He's nervous. Yeah. It's like one-ply toilet paper.
2: <laughs> you know, like a lot of first times, it's... Um, overhype and uncomfortable i'll put it that way <laughs> anyway thank you for listening um check us out uh w d- uh, w-ttmpod at gmail.com. basically that's what you look up w pod for everything i have uh there's a uh, instagram there's a uh, i have my own um tiktok robert at W-T-T-T-M-pod. uh check us out
1: we got a twitter look at our discord if you want to we've got a hanging out section a meme section a panel dump section that's right an unused wrestling section yeah <laughs> yeah that kind of fell down it's uh it's a great way to actually get in contact with us and talk to you know, Junior and I, one on one. I'm not that active, but if you specifically mention me, I will speak up. Come join the multiverse community. Absolutely, we're we're nice people. We want to be your friends. We well, want to we want to interact with our listeners.
0: You, the first thing was wrong. Everything else was right. We're um, not good people. We
1: want to get to
2: know you. Yeah, stay in contact with our social media. We occasionally have contests. Um, somebody just won. Um, That's right, a Superman book.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. I plan on doing a couple more of those. Yeah, as as the we we've only done a couple, but as
1: he's contracted contract you uh, he's forced by a contract to do that <laughs> <laughs> the law told me to i've yeah. told him to
0: yes all right
2: uh, thank you for listening everyone
1: great rest of your day good night goodbye
0: you you asking to die you make friends with the school shooter. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. That way you get the text where it's like, hey, don't come to school tomorrow. No, I, I specifically stole a school shooter's girlfriend. You are just asking to die. Men will <laughs> provoke a school shooter rather than go to therapy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Couldn't help it. <laughs> no, you could. You definitely could. She approached me. No, and we died the ball. <laughs> Was I just supposed to say no? You're provoking my villain arc. Good. It that's what that is my job in the universe. Bring about villain arcs.